Hello, my name is Kelly Rose. I've worked with Alexa Dara for the last four years, and to say that I've grilled her on everything light, angel, and energy related is a pure understatement. I've often thought that others could benefit from our discussions, and now they will. Thank you so much for joining me on this project, Alexa. To bring listeners up to speed, you have been channeling angelic energy since the age of three. You hold a master's of theology degree, and you have been a traditional naturopathic doctor for over 20 years. Your approach has been nothing short of life-changing for me personally. Thank you, Kelly. It is a wonderful testimony for me going into this work to watch somebody like you grow from the work, moving through awareness into strength. Thank you. Thank you. I look so forward to these daily conversations. This is Audio Alchemy with Alexa Dara. Good morning, Alexa. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? I hope today finds you surrounded by amazing blessings. Thank you so much. And to you as well, always. Thank you. So today we are um, turning the tables and you are interviewing me on my personal work with the Orange Room. Uh, We touched a little bit about, uh, I shared some anecdotes um, in some previous podcasts when we touched on the Orange Room and it seems like people wanted more information, like specific information on how someone um, actually applied them specifically to their lives. Like, um, so, I am submitting myself to you today. I am very excited about interviewing you because, you know, we work so closely together and you've been doing this work for some time, starting with the wisdom of the ages, divine archetypes, and now the orange room. And I have had so many people reach out to me and say, I, you're the creator and the channel of these programs. So what information can you give us of, the results of people outside of yourself. And I'm really excited to ask these questions. <laughs> this is a, a strange position for me to be in. So I'm going to do <laughs> best to honor uh, your questions. But um, the work obviously changed my life. So I'm thrilled to, to lend whatever I can to it. Okay, so let's get started. I'm so excited. So, hi, Kelly. Hi. Can you you tell me a little bit about why you chose to do the work in the Orange Room? Yes. um, When we were working through the Divine Archetypes, you kept mentioning some very specific work that was coming through for you that you weren't sure like exactly why it was coming through so strongly or how to really wrap your brain around um, what it might look like, but you felt like it was coming through in like a five-part series. And you just, you talked so, um, so strongly about it and so animated that... I mean, I just, I had to be a guinea pig. I just had to, (laughs) the way that you were, you were discussing it. 
That's really exciting. Thank you. And when you actually got into the work in the orange room, what did you feel inside your physical body? Oh, physical body. Um, I think I felt a service sort of nervous energy, maybe. I wasn't really sure if um, I could absorb the type of things that are coming through for you. You're a channel, and I am, you know, a <laughs> everyday mortal walking around, and I just thought, I don't know if I have exactly what it takes to um, absorb what uh, you were explaining. I wasn't sure if I was, uh, if it wasn't going to get lost on me. So that's interesting. What about your sexuality, the physical pieces of your sexuality? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was so in my head when we started doing that. I was living in New York. I had a really big job and I, I didn't think a lot about my own sexuality at that point (laughs) um and so it was i'll just say it was um it was dormant (laughs) or it stayed dormant um it's not that it i didn't think about it i it just wasn't um front and center in my life at that point um my child was grown i was you know my career was big and demanded a lot of me and I was happy to do it at that time. And so I definitely, what I came to find out through the work obviously was that I was incredibly unbalanced um, at that point. Okay. Okay. What about your spiritual body? You know, my spiritual body was, um, I felt pretty strong. I had, a, I already had a really strong um, meditation practice I think it's why I was able to um, do some of the things professionally that I did because I I did maintain sort of a strong spirituality and a spiritual curiosity. I was constantly learning. So that piece felt pretty solid. Okay. What about your emotional body? My emotional body was... um, very um it it was logistical driven i my son was grown so i was in a different season um emotional was just it was really around connecting with friends and um and colleagues and people like that it was uh it was healthy and i loved uh that piece of it but i had no idea how much more it could be at that point (laughs) at this point so when you actually got into the work into the orange room what were you going through at that time in your life when you actually started the work and you started to really delve into the work what were you going through what life path had opened up to you um You know, I had moved from uh, Austin, Texas, suburbia, um, after a 25-year marriage um, straight into Manhattan uh, because it had been a bucket list uh, item (laughs) of mine. So I did it. And um, 
there was a lot. It was a complete identity shift. I was, I was definitely in the um, positioned in the complete shift of my identity at 47 at that point. Um, and so I definitely was needing um, to reinvent and I was needing to have the structure of these five pillars, um, it, it allowed me to sort of look at my new identity, my new self, not false, but new and create from like that kind of foundational structure. It gave me like a framework, gave me a roadmap uh, that I didn't expect this work. I, I didn't expect like this kind of channeled meditation to create that kind of foundation. You're creating that kind of changes. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And then and when you started the work, when you actually started, where do you feel you started to see the first changes happen in your life? Um, it was definitely at work. It was uh, self permissions. Um, you know, I, I had gone from, Texas straight into Manhattan to a job that um, I was obviously qualified for, but I definitely felt like a poser at first. And um, the work sort of uh, reminded me that I wasn't a poser, that it, it gave me like this confidence to know what I know and to apply it into something new. And it, it helped me walk through some really uh, scary new times in sort of a um, keeping that exhilaration alive as opposed to anxiety. So when you entered and you understand creativity and you understand your passions and you understand your sexuality, you understand your emotions and you understand the house of money, what did you feel in the present time that utilizing this work in the orange room has actually allowed you at the present time to create in your life? It's a big question. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's the way you frame it though is perfect because um, there's not one thing that I have created in my current life that didn't touch on every single one of those elements. Um, we talked a little bit in the podcast earlier about, um, sexuality. Well, it showed up the confidence piece of that showed up both professionally and personally, um, where I didn't see the two really connecting. Um, what this work allowed me to do is, is maintain like a healthy balance of all five of those, no matter what I was applying them to in my life, whether it was coffee with a friend or negotiating a contract or even walking alone, being alone in the park or whatever I was doing, the, the base elements and essence of these channeled scripts, they, they are interwoven and I was trying to keep them very separate and that was silly (laughs) And (laughs) when I just allowed them to, to interweave and to be one unit, everything changed, everything. And where you are in your life at this time, do you see the work in the orange room showing up as you're going forward? 
Oh gosh. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, it's, it's one of those things I think we talked about another in one of the podcasts is you cannot stuff this genie back into the box. You can't unhear, unexperience, um, every piece of the evolution of all of this, uh, nor would I ever want to. Like, I do not recognize the person that, um, you know, set it all in motion. Um, and, and not that I'm, there's just an elevation of me through this work. Um, and it's, it feels more vivid and it feels more cohesive. And um, I, I find myself asking, oh, how can I strengthen this piece of, you know, whatever, whether it's a simple project I'm working on or this new man I'm in love with? Absolutely wonderful. And do you go back and revisit the actual work itself? Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it will depend on the week. I touch it at least once a week now. Um, and it just depends on what's going on. Um, but I, I work best when I'm uh, doing them as walking meditations. Um, I started them in Manhattan, like with uh, ear pods in, and there was just this something about it works for me, the momentum of, of the listening um, that just gets ingrained. And so I continue it um, now. So I'll just, I'll literally just shove my ear pods in and go for a walk um, and I know instinctively where I could use a little bit more, uh, you know, in a, for a certain situation now. Wonderful. And where would that be? Um, I mean, does it, is mean, it situational? What I'm, what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the, the five pillars of the orange room, they create the foundation, of course, our creativity, our passion, our sexuality, our emotions, and our money. And so our, do you have an awareness? I think it's a very important question. Do you have an awareness to where you need to take that when you're in life situations? Yes. Mine um, generally starts with the confidence piece. So I usually go back to that. And then I'll pick up, like if I'm working on a, a work project, I'll go and do the money piece again um, and just and have that essence. Uh, my body just sort of goes right back to that feeling. And then I'm good. Like, okay. it's sort of like a touchstone. That's wonderful. And would you recommend this work to others and why? Oh, gosh, I do daily. Um, it just depends on um, I, I have recommended it both equally professionally and personally um i personally i have recommended it for um several people who are going through uh relationship strains that are either threatening to break or they have broken and they're trying to um move forward um that is that was a huge piece that I didn't really realize that this would help heal. Um, but it, it doesn't just help heal. It's the piece that makes you thrive. 
So it doesn't really go in and fix it. It's about the thriving of this, the, the complete vitality and health of each of these pieces. And then professionally, I, um, uh, I use it, I recommend it a lot to artists and writers um, and the creativity piece. Um, and then the rest just sort of falls in. But yes, there's, there's not a week that I don't talk about the orange room <laughs> to someone. I think this is a really good time in all of our lives to really do the deep work in the orange room. We're, oh we're, my gosh. You yes. know, so many of us are actually stuck at a point in their lives where we're recognizing what we really want. And it might not mm -hmm. be that grand clarity of what it is we want, but we know we want something different. And I think mm -hmm. the orange room really touches on helping us create that path as we see in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the biggest things is, um, is the essence of what you're trying to create as opposed to like a, an absolute punch list. It was the essence and how you want to feel and show up. And uh, my new boyfriend, I teased that he was created in the laboratory and he uh, and that he's exhibit A. <laughs> and luckily, he does not get offended at all. Um, but there is a sense of especially meeting him. Um, it it really kind of shocked me that uh, because I didn't think that all that I, the essence of this work, all that I put in could be contained in like one human or one experience. And I am finding that when I want what I want and I bring about my personal imprint to all five of them, both personally and professionally, that is what is showing up well, that, and it's the coolest feeling ever. <laughs> that is so wonderful because that orange room is the house of our absolute creations. And so you are walking testimony to creating those things. And I so appreciate everything that you just spoke about. And thank you. You bring great honor to us in this work. Thank you. Oh, thank you for channeling this work. I mean, this is, I knew it was, a lot for you to hold and um you know it, it scared me a little like i said at the beginning i just wasn't sure that i could absorb the same things that you were bringing and um not only do i find that i can but i am i am hungry and eager for the next evolution piece of it too which is it, what your work always does is it evolves me. It has for four years. Just when I think I reach a piece, a point, a peak, maybe, um, you take me farther. Well, that is amazing. And I, I love to hear your expressions. Absolutely, the expressions yes. and the experience of the orange room. And I cannot Thank wait you so much. happening in your life as time goes on. It is fun. Thank you so much. Well, thank and, you. Um, I will talk to you tomorrow in the morning. Thank you. Love and light. Thank you. Bye. Bye. -bye. 
And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, please visit thelanguageoflovenlight.com or stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.